You're listening to Signs and Data, a podcast by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. Visit gettingtogod.com for more articles, podcasts, collections of information, and videos about the search of the soul. This podcast is part of a series called Stages of Faith, in which I talk about all of the stages I personally went through and the general order I went through them. You can get the entire series free at gettingtogod.com forward slash stages. My wife, Grace, and I have this dream to have a piece of land where we can have a modest home, community education centers, and housing for those in need. I told a fellow minister about it, and she asked me, when you pray about it, do you believe it in your heart that you can receive it? She reminds me of what Jesus says in Mark eleven twenty four, quote, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Unquote. My fellow minister is right, and it was a needed reminder for me. But how do we go from just hearing that sort of a thing to actually knowing it? And when it comes to signs of the existence of God and Christ, how do we know they're not just rely? Re- re- how do we know they're not just relabeled coincidence? I'm a doubting Thomas about just about everything. In part, it's because I have a hard time trusting people, and also it's because I'm a scientist. So when I was a kid and Sunday school teachers and church leaders were telling me, God is real, now go on and believe it, I was like, uh, okay, I have about a thousand questions for y'all. That didn't make, that didn't make things comfortable for me in a, in a fit-in-or-fail type of system. But it did eventually bring me closer to God. And then there's this science nut gearhead in me who's formally trained in objective, data-driven observation. That part of me doesn't back anything without tons of objective data that can be clearly organized and replicated. In other words, I don't believe in things until I can see them. So much that I may have actually annoyed God some. Because he's had to show me results so many times it's ridiculous which by the way is another reason i love him because every single one of the many times i've made him lay out evidence of his existence he did it with love patience and forgiveness now about the data i've talked about so many times it's a bit of a tricky thing to present why because a relationship with god is like a relationship with anyone else I can't force it on you. You have to see someone be there for you again and again before you can trust that they're on your side. So no matter how many of the huge numbers of examples I can give you of how many times God has shown himself in my own life, they're not your experiences. You see, faith is something you have to build yourself. You have to call those experiences into your own life again and again until you have the undeniable data. Like how I've done with things like praying, using the words in the Bible as a defense in challenging times, and going back and forth between bad behaviors and good ones, while watching consequences come and go. I've done those things so many times and had the same kind of clear results that at this point, denying God would be as unreasonable as denying the toe jams I get every time I buy a new pair of socks. Sorry, it just came out like that. Anyway... 
But signs aren't just about rainbows and miracles. They're about the results we can get by repeatedly testing the waters. Not for a shorter period, because you don't get real data that way, but for extended periods of time. You have to test prayer in all situations, good and bad. Read the Bible every day to help you push out some of the worldly influence and bring in some surprisingly practical lessons. Just experiment and don't stop, because this is one of the things that I can back completely. If you try a relationship with God and Christ at length, in depth, by the manual, it will not fail. But this can get even cooler. Sometimes the signs come directly from God himself. I've got a few podcasts and, and, and articles that talk about this, but the one that comes to mind first is an article called A Child in a Messed Up World, The Story of Jewel. It's about the string of unusual events that took me out of a major funk and into parenthood when Grace and I were trying not to have kids. You'll get more out of the article, but I'll recap some of it here quickly. There was a moment when I broke out in an angry rant at God about making such a hard life better. I told God, either make this worth something or get it over with. And the next thing I knew, Grace was pregnant at age 41. At that age, a woman has about a 5% chance per month without birth control. And on top of that, she was on birth control and we were also taking other measures of precaution. Then there have been countless other signs, like the time Grace and I had to make a super hard choice about leaving a city we lived in and head west towards Grace's family. We agonized over the decision for weeks, but we had to make a choice quickly, so we prayed for guidance. That same week, we went to church and heard a sermon about knowing whether or not it's time for a major change in your life, and on the screen were all kinds of images and videos that were specifically about heading west, on the roads we would be taking. So we headed west. We did it with almost no planning and limited resources, and we ended up on a road trip that started my documentary, this ministry, and scores of friendships and amazing, unplannable experiences across the country. By the way, uh, unplannable is apparently not a word found in spellcheck. But guess what? It's a word now. Take that spell check. Rainbows are a thing with us too. They keep popping up in unusual amounts, but only when things are really tough and we ask God to show us it will be okay. But they're there and in highly unusual ways, which is also part of that article on gettingtogod.com called A Child in a Messed Up World, The Story of Jewel, which by the way, if you can't find the article, just go to the search box at the bottom or the search link at the top and enter in the search field, A Child in a Messed Up World. God speaking to us through other people is also a regular occurrence. We hear direct answers to situations we're in in unusual ways. I'll meet people in places and at times when there should be no one around, and they'll end up saying things that directly answer prayers and help carry us through super hard moments. The list of unusual things that we sense, things that immediately and directly relate to our needs, it just goes on and on. But again, these are only things that can relate to our own lives as individuals. To know them, you have to try for yourself. 
When a man and a woman join hands, maybe the, fun, the man finds out that the woman likes a certain kind of chocolates. Wait a minute. Women don't like chocolate. <laughs> and when the woman has a really hard day, those chocolates might just show up on her kitchen table. Same thing happens with God. He got me these really awesome chocolates the other day. No, wait, that was a tooth fairy. And by the way, there might be some conspiracy there. Never mind. But for real, when I'm having some of my worst moments, something unusual comes my way. Like a, like a strangely helpful conversation with someone I wasn't supposed to see, or a completely unexpected uplifting experience. Those things often surprise me. But lately, I've switched gears a bit. Sometimes I'm able to calm myself down just by remembering those signs exist. I can also calm myself down by knowing they will come. And that's one of the many huge benefits to building strong faith. But to build that faith takes some experimentation, persistence, and proper instruction, being the manual to life, the Bible. But once it's there, it's like knowing your friend will follow through with those chocolates. It's knowing you're supported, helped, and loved in ways that no earthly being can ever match. You've been listening to Signs and Data by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. The next chapter in this series is called Exploration of Religion and the Reality of Christ. Visit gettingtogod.com for more podcasts, articles, videos, and collections of information about the search of the soul.